we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special presentation of Two Nerds a Podcast, your home for everything movies, movie, music, video games, and everything in between. With your hosts, Bunny the Bruiser and Dynamite, Jared Latchy. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, a podcast. We are Two Nerds. This is a podcast. I am Buddy the Bruiser. Always with the awkward pause. I'm Dynamite Jared. And I'm Midnight Miles. Making his illustrious return to Two Nerds, a podcast. One of our few recurring characters. No Stella Artois today. No, no Stella. I, I, I thought about it. I was at the store yesterday and... Uh, I grabbed a High Life 40 instead because it sounded better. Boys, very heavily anticipated episode, very heavily anticipated film for all of us. We are, of course, here to talk about Godzilla versus Kong. Miles. Not King Kong versus Godzilla. No, not, not, to, not, be, to, not be, to be confused with the 1962 classic King Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> this is the 2021 classic Godzilla versus Kong. Miles, yes. since you are a guest, it has been documented on the podcast before Jared and I's thoughts on Godzilla 2014 and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Okay. We've yet to get your opinion on either of these films. So I know I was talking about I wanted to rewatch them before we did this to have it fresh <laughs> in my mind. That's but, five hours of your life. That's never five hours back. of my life. <laughs> I, I feel like I also need to rewatch them, but I also feel like... Being honest, 2014 Godzilla is really entertaining, but at the same time, it's not very good, if I remember right, when I really think about it. Like, like it's it has fun and great moments with Godzilla, and it sets up, like, that new... It's not the, I don't say a new universe, but they're trying to create everything to build to the film that we're talking about now. And I feel like... Uh, it, it, I don't know. There's not enough on-screen Godzilla time. There's not really enough on-screen monster time in 2014, right? If I remember right. Right. It'll I think away. that it's like 2014 is the exact opposite of what you said, where I think that it is a pretty good film, but it's not a very entertaining film. That's my opinion on Godzilla 2014, and that's why ultimately I've docked it like a half a star Wait, every time. Elizabeth Olsen's in it, right? Though. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. a five star film then. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think it's a really good film, like pretty good acting. Brian Cranston was good for the ten seconds the two, that he was. Yeah, in. that's a pro- they they hyped up like remember when the trailers came out for that and they're like they're like oh my god like, oh, man they got all these great actors in it maybe they're actually gonna write a real human story and then. The trailer is literally the first like ten minutes, and then every everything happens, and you're like, "Oh, never mind." Like now we have right. an hour and forty five minutes of whatever, and like not that much Godzilla. That's what I came away from the movie. That's why I say it wasn't that entertaining because I came away from it very just disappointed in the amount of Godzilla because I've been waiting for so long for this. Well, those fucking trailers movie. when that was about to come out were fucking great. If I remember, well, I was like, so I was, excited yeah, when those trailers hype. came out. It was super hype. Well, that, we were hype, and I remember even being hype after watching the film. Yeah, we, but gave, then, we gave it a very high like. But score. then upon like further reflection, and then especially once King of the, King of Monsters came out, it's like, damn, this first one kind of fucking sucked. Because I I don't want to go as far as to say that it sucked because like I said I. Think so that it was a good film. Yeah. I think that it was, you know, it was shot well. 
I think that I think that you know good acting, good you know, good pretty much everything. I think that overall a good story. I think overall it was just like a good movie. It's a good setup movie. It was a like good movie, but it wasn't a very entertaining movie. That's right. that was my big beef. And that and when I want to watch a Godzilla movie, aside from Gojira, right? I want to watch an entertaining fucking movie. That's what I go into kaiju movies looking for, is just big-time entertainment value. And that's why when King of the Monsters came out, and I walked out of the theater super satisfied because it gave me everything I wanted. It just entertained me from start to finish. I've only seen King of Monsters once. I've seen Godzilla 2014 twice. I've only seen both of them once either. Same. King of Monsters, though, I remember towards the end, the palette of the film, like I liked the film, but I saw it on the same theater we saw Godzilla vs. Oh Kong on. God. But I was <laughs> James Miles' favorite when cinema. G- when Ghidorah's, like, fucking coming through the fucking sandstorm, Miles is probably just like, Fuck, I can't see anything! <laughs> I was farther back. I was, I, that's, like, my go-to theater. So I could see, I was like, I have to see things in the biggest possible theater with the best sound, and it was fucking... Talk about this theater so the viewer can fucking... So, uh, when we... So this theater is bigger than IMAX. It's been, it's been, whatever. It's, it's, the, it's the biggest. I think it's one of the like this style of theater is one of the biggest in America, from what I've like read or heard. And the screen's fucking huge. They have extra sound in there to make sure that everything's like loud as shit. But you're like you're, vibrating when fucking Kong stomps on the fucking yeah, ground, like but, your seat fucking moves. But if you sit yeah. within the first like five sections, you can't you're see shit. Fucked. Like I'm actually surprised at how good Godzilla versus Kong looked. Like I thought, like when we were saying, I was like, I was like, we're gonna be able to handle second row, but at the same time, we're not gonna be able to handle. It's like when you were like, yeah, I can get the tickets here. I was like, I was like. We'll make it. It'll be everything's gonna be fine. Uh, but we're probably. Gonna I meant be- to tell Maisie. She like totally miscommunicated what I said, because I like said like I'm. There's no way in fucking hell I'm sitting in the front row, and I no. don't really want to sit in the second row. It's- I was like, I don't mind sitting on the sides. And then she just went on there and been like, he doesn't want to sit in the front row. And then you're like, second row it is. And then I saw that and I was like. I wanted to sit farther back. I don't give a fuck if I'm on the sides or not. At least the second row at this theater has that massive gap between the first row. Because it, right. if it would have been... It still felt like I was swallowing the screen it, the entire time. It, the screen, it's, it's still fucking Or oh, the screen was swallowing me. It was still gigantic. There were some times where I think my eyes had to adjust during the trailers or in the beginning of the film where I was like, I was like, this is so big. Like, I can't. And then, thankfully, I kind of, like, adjusted, and I was like, okay, I can I can watch this now. But King of Monsters... I probably couple- missed, like, half the movie, because I can only focus on one part of the screen at a time. We were so fucking close. I feel like the film, before we get too much in it, went very fast, though. And, like, when, I'm think- when I was thinking about it for this podcast, I was like, do I even fucking remember anything that happened? I remember like, everything. I remember everything. I remember everything. Yeah. But yes, because this it was-, was just, like, boom, 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 boom. But, like... Because there was no fluff in it, so it was just it like wasn't, no, it shit was fucking just, happened, and I loved it. It was just like fucking coming at you, and I was like, you know, like, fuck, this rules, because it never lost me. Like, uh, the original 2014 Godzilla, that shit lost me a couple times, where they're just sitting there fucking talking, and I'm just like, show me the fucking lizard, dude! I just want to see the fucking big lizard! Get him on the fucking screen. But the second one was a very long film. The second one was like almost two and a half hours. But that one, I feel like, 
I, there was not one point in the second one where I was bored at all. Even with I the length. A King of Monsters could have been even longer for me. The only, the, my only thing that like I remember from like leaving that that bothered me was be like some of like the final fight scenes were so gray and like the palette they used was so fucking dark like towards the end of the film that it like bothered me where it looked like muddy like the whole like couple of the end segments and then it was just because the way that they used the lighting and stuff like right every fight was in some sort of sandstorm it's a torrential sandstorm yeah. yeah like it was yeah. always dark and, and it's fucked so up. dark in a couple that's parts, because so. that's the cover up the cg but like that's what like i have them ranked equally right now in letterboxd but like since there isn't quarter stars or anything like that that's what gives godzilla versus Kong spoiler alert for me I think is the best in the series because a lot of the fight scenes were just fucking like broad. First off, first off, choreographed better. They're choreographed better, and and like we're in daylight and just super fucking easy to see. I could tell what was going on. That's definitely like the biggest edge that this one has over the other films because the first film you barely see the fights ever. You want one? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's fine, I'll cut it off. I'll out. be right back. No, keep talking. In the first one, you barely see the fights ever because it'll keep cutting back. Half the fucking fight is like on like a tiny TV screen right. like the first time they fight. And then in the second one, it's always a torrential downpour or a fucking sandstorm. In this one, it has the edge with the action for sure because even when it is during the nighttime, they're fighting in like this neon it's like city. Right, neon lit yes. city, yeah. Yeah, and then the other fight is during the day. So you can see everything. Everything is choreographed. It's not like... And by the time that fucking Mechagodzilla... Spoiler. Spoiler alert for all of us. Spoiler alert. Everything's fine. By the time Mechagodzilla busts out, I'm pretty sure it's fucking daytime again, right? The sun's, like, coming up. Pretty much, yeah. Like, it's, like, starting to come up by the time they're, like, reviving Kong. Yeah, which we'll get to, but... I feel like most of the fights and most of the extreme CG close-ups in this were broad daylight and it was like very good like my my biggest thing was and I think it's because we were sitting too close that sometimes Godzilla looked blurry or like the way they did his body looked rough to me but then I'd look at his face and it would be good but I think it's just because we were so close that's the hardest thing about watching this film where like before you into this podcast I was like Damn, I kind of wish I could watch this film, like, again to get, like, a little bit better of a vibe. I wish I could watch it from the last row. Well, that's, that's like... There's an early shot of Godzilla that looks fucking incredible. Um, When he first appears, um, and his head is, like, kind of, like, halfway out of water, and his mouth is just open. Yeah. Just, like, right in the screen. I literally thought Godzilla was about to eat me. Because we were so close to this gigantic screen. It was about exactly (laughs) probably the right scale to what Godzilla would look like if you were about to just go inside of his fucking mouth. There's that scene, too, where, like, the camera went way high in the sky. I think it's during the Mecha Godzilla fight, and I'm jumping a little bit ahead. And then the camera looked right down, and Godzilla opens his mouth to roar, and you can see, like, the energy and everything inside of him, and his eyes go that blue-green because he's about to power up, and the camera zooms right into him, and I'm like, fuck, that scene is brilliant. Like, I was just like, just He the looked way that, a little skinny in that scene. Oh, I, still, I still thought, though, like, the angle for them to, just to be able to do that, like, in CG, for them to get that angle and, like, that, like, I would guess I would say confidence of that. I was just like, damn, that's a really cool, like, I don't know if I've seen anyone with CG, even, like, the Marvel shit get, like, like that was a confident shot to me for them to be able to do that. Marvel like, CG cool. sucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not going to disagree. So here's and we've been we complained a lot about where we were like sitting in the theater, but I definitely am incredibly thankful we were able to see this in the theater. Oh, like if oh, I was yeah, like, there's no know, other like, way. There's no like, other way to see it. Disclaimer: right. I used to go to the theater two to three times a week. Like I would, I would max out like the, uh, uh, like the simp, like the cheaper showings. Like when the, like the theaters have a bunch of like six dollars showings, things like that. Before, like I knew how to see. I could go to the theater three times a week and only spend twenty some bucks. And I haven't been to a theater in. The last time I was in the theater, I think it was the first week or second week of March 2020. The last one I saw was Sonic in, like, And I didn't even get to see yeah. that because it was just because there was a bunch of independent shit out at the time that I wanted to see. Uh, but I didn't know COVID, obviously, was going to, you know, everything was going to happen. But when this was going to come out, I was like, if there's going to be something I'm going to go see in theaters, it has to be this. Right. Because this... This needs to be seen on a massive scale. Like, I know multiple people watch it. Oh, I watch it on HBO Max at home, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I have a fucking great TV, but I am not going to watch Kong vs. God, Godzilla vs. Kong the first time on a, a, my fucking TV. I'll tell you this like, right now, and I'm pretty sure it's applied to me for every Godzilla movie that's come out, theatrical release in my lifetime aside from Godzilla 2000 for whatever reason I didn't end up in theaters I to see that I never saw that in theaters no but um, it did get a wide theatrical it did, release because I, I remember it played at it the mall huge. Cinema. Yeah, yeah. that was supposed to be yeah. a huge like a lot of commercials huge. and whatever um, but as far as I can recall correct me if I'm wrong every Godzilla film that's come out theatrically besides Godzilla 2000 in my lifetime in America I've seen in theaters Final Wars? Huh? Was that a wide theatrical release? No. uh, I'm saying wide theatrical release. Okay, because I know they had like... That was like a big limited release. I just wasn't sure if you did see in theaters. I know that was... Well, because the only ones that... I didn't even... I, I, actually, I kind of knew it existed, but I didn't about. know about any limited theatrical release. The, only, the first release I was aware of of it was, you know, the DVD when fucking yeah, Dan yeah, yeah. was like, I got it. And like, yeah, I rented, that, when, I rented that from Blockbuster Day. I was, I was hyped for it for a long time because I knew that Godzilla was going to fight like basically every fucking monster ever. And so I was like really hyped for it. By the way, like. Fucking top five Godzilla films. Final like, Wars. Oh, Final Wars is so it's good. It's so fucking good. good. How good that film is. If, so no, if someone good. hasn't watched that, this listening to this podcast, watch Final Wars. It's insane good. There's it's, no boring parts. The, the humans fighting and the monsters fighting. I mean, what are you so gonna good. do? I mean, like. It's a kung fu. Like half the movie is literally just a montage of Godzilla beating the shit out of a monster. It's so good. Yeah, um... What's, yeah, well, so let's get back into Godzilla vs. Kong. I talked... I didn't even... You asked me I thought of the other film, so I haven't even got... We haven't even got into Godzilla vs. Kong yet, so you guys... Uh, lead me in. Let me know what you want, you know? Well, okay, so I guess I'll say this as a preface to all of this, because... Jared was giving me shit in the group message about my letterbox oh, score. And I just want to turn back the time to 2019. Because on the way over, I had finished listening to whatever I was listening to. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put on the podcast that Jared and I did when we recorded King of the Monsters. Don't you know the first fucking thing Jared says? I can't believe you rated King of Monsters three stars. <laughs> the same exact thing he said about this one. And during the course of the podcast, I had upgraded it to three and a half. 
Okay, for King well, of Mons. this should get bumped up to like a three and a half or a four. And you said you were at Yankees furious at me screaming when you saw my letterbox rating. I was rating. so pissed. I'm furious. <laughs> Because I saw that movie and it was just an absolute fucking blast for me. It's so fun to see in the theaters. Um, but um, what I was saying, I we also saw Shin Godzilla in theaters. Um, yeah. Which was a limited release. I plan for the rest of my life to see every, every God. I just realized I have not seen Shin Godzilla. Don't, I mean that right on the right on the. And don't I worry about it. I mean it's it's, it's it. fine. You'll probably love it actually, but it as far as Godzilla it's a, movies, it's a Miles are, film. It is a Miles. As film. far as Godzilla <laughs> films that are like probably good movies, but not very entertaining. Shin Godzilla is up there. And shout out to Rival Podcast. Um, what is what's Keller's podcast? Bro, don't quote me right now. I don't know, honestly. Shout out to Keller's podcast. <laughs> Fucking bored to life. Um, Keller gave Shin Godzilla a higher score. He ranked it higher than Gojira, and I was like, "You are a fucking higher idiot." Than Gojira? He ranked it higher than Gojira, and I was like, "You're so fucking stupid. It's not even close." It's not even close. People suck off Shin Godzilla so bad, and I it's like one of the, the most hype, boring fucking the movies hype I've ever was seen. Like I passed out in the theater like 16 times and didn't miss anything because Godzilla's frozen for like 90% of the movie. We were also in a coma because we just had unlimited wings shortly before seeing it. But that's <laughs> that fine. Might have that's had fine. We got through the movie faster. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Menor get that? Because I won. That was one of the places. We, went, we saw we, it in Tinseltown. We went to Erie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Erie. Yeah. yeah. I remember that it had like limited, but like Ohio got quite a bit, and I guess Erie too. But Ohio yeah. got quite a bit of uh, screenings. But yeah, regardless, I plan on seeing every fucking Godzilla film in theaters as they come out. From now on. So if Toho puts one out, I'm sure it'll get a limited release stateside. I'll track down the theater and go see it there. Cleveland will definitely it's it's it is nice living in Cleveland because Cleveland gets like any a lot of, of limited stuff. stuff. Cleveland gets so much shit and it's great. Like that's definitely one of the reasons that like there are a lot of times I don't like living in Cleveland, but at the same time, the stuff that when you actually look at their theaters as a whole and that stuff the people that run the theaters out there, like search stuff out, like it's great. I'm just laughing at this podcast right now because it's like we're trying, we're trying. It seems like we're trying so hard not to talk about what the thumbnail is. Like this whole for the whole the whole first section of this podcast could be its own mini sode. So that might that might come out a little later. We'll we'll figure gonna, out. Uh, do we need you. to do another intro right now? No, no, no. Everything, no, everything will be fine. I'll I take care of it in post. How, how long is it? I was gonna say <laughs> somebody's gonna be like, "Fuck, this intro sounds very." familiar but, <laughs> but for those of you it. I think you can but we'll, we'll see we'll see how it goes so this might be a two-parter but we'll see but the last thing I'll say about our it's 20- good I think Miles should be on the podcast like every fucking week if we can well we could I mean if we'll show up just, on time I mean, if we can do hey, it if my, if, my house, if, if my furnace my house isn't fucking burned down I don't die somehow on the way here but the, the last thing I'll say about the 2019 podcast that we did one of our main complaints about the film was if Godzilla is out there being the king of the monsters. There's all this shit going on. Where the fuck is Kong? Like, why hasn't Kong responded to any of this shit that's going on? And in the first beginning portions of this film, we find out why. So that sort of fixes something from the last film that we didn't like. So, it was just throwing that out I there. I do like that he was like, it started, he's, because let's just start talking about the film now as we're doing, but 
He's in the dome. Spoilers. All the spoilers. He it's is, not even like a spoiler. It's like the first 10 seconds like, of the movie. Still, he, well, if no one's watched it, no one hasn't gone to the theater. They, Fucking Poggy didn't know they fought on an aircraft carrier until I watched the movie. I was like, are you in... How it's do you in not every know, trailer. How do you, it's every, literally the entire trailer for everything. Uh, like. But yeah, so Kong Kong is, is living. They've, they've Somewhere they've, on Skull Island. There's a big graphic. Like, somewhere on Skull Island. They, how fucking big is Skull Island? It was pretty... Okay, on a side note, and I'm not going to get off this too much, someone put a meme today of, of Kong Skull Island, which I think we all need to revisit, because I, I really like that film. I bu- I've retroactively game. bumped the score up for it. There's it's, s- like, tied. I I hated on it at the time. It, I gave it I two. Loved and, it. I loved it. I gave it, it two and a half at the time, because... Ooh, that's too the, low. Because the Godzilla fan in me was like, I can't like this more than Godzilla there's, 2014. I can't. There's this scene. And I think I do. There's this scene. This was like a mainstream meme site, but the scene was like, Kong Skull has one of the funniest sets of all time. There's a scene where the guy. I saw that tweet today, guys. Yeah, yeah I saw walks that Walks up holding both the fucking like grenades and opens them. And that like monster comes up. One of the Java tail. monsters. Java yeah, yeah. And The Skull and, Diggers. They have a name. Yeah, yeah. Skull. Get, okay. Oh, Jared. Oh, Jared cared a little bit more. He, he knows the name. They say it in this movie. In the oh, okay. Godzilla's Skull. Fucking and Millie Bobby Brown for some reason is like, Skull Diggers? Like, bitch, no you were not on Skull Island in 1950, whatever. And, and, the, <laughs> and the thing walks up and realizes that it's going to be exposed. Exploded and was like, look at this fucking stupid human, and tail whips him like literally like a mile into a mountain. And it, when he hits the mountain, the fucking grenades explode. And I was watching this, and I threw my phone across the room. I was literally crying because honestly, that death was flawed. Like I was just like, this is fucking amazing because it tail whips him and he flies like into the side of a cliff for like a mile and you see his body like this with the grenades and then he hits and just explodes into pieces. I'll like, say that Kong Skull Island and I think I said we, I, we did a podcast episode about Skull, Kong Skull Island. I think we mentioned it we didn't do a full show about it because mm. both of us watched it like way at least I watched it way after it came out so we didn't focus oh, really? like, I, know, saw I, saw theaters. Theaters. Yeah, I saw it in theaters I saw it in theaters yeah I didn't sure. I didn't see it in theaters like I, well I think we mentioned it like after I watched it but we didn't devote a whole episode to it my um uh, what was I going to say? My biggest critique of Kong Skull Island was that, and my biggest critique of this film, again, is that we still don't have a clear idea of what Kong's genitalia looks like. We, we see him see full that frontal. Ass dick, we dude. see him full frontal in this multiple times, and it must be pretty fucking small. <laughs> a tiny penis. And it's covered He's up by roided. Fur. He's too roided, bro. He's, he can't, he doesn't have a good dick. But I was going to say that I think that Kong Skull Island, and maybe I. I I, I haven't actually watched Peter Jackson's all the way through. But I've fallen asleep twice during that. I hate to admit that, but I'll admit it right now. And it's I, fine, I, because I, what I'm about to say is I think that Kong Skull Island's probably the best Kong movie aside from the original. I can agree with that from everything I've seen, 100%. I mean, I, I haven't seen the 70s Kong, but I would imagine it's not even in the same stratosphere I've as the other ones. I've Kong, like, I've read articles that, like... It's pretty fucking good. I've never seen that either, actually, so I'm going to admit that also right here. It's just like a remake of the original, except he climbs up the fucking World Trade Center, rest in peace, Is it instead of the Empire State Building. Is is Donald Sutherland the main character in that? What's the guy? The guy that plays the Big Lebowski, he's the main character. I forget his fucking name, I think. In the Jeff 70- fucking Bridges? I think so. I think Jeff Bridges is in Was it not Donald Sutherland? They look a little similar, to be honest. I'll look it up right now if you guys want to talk about other things. Um, we'll we'll, we'll watch. Back, if we can get Kong. Miles on the podcast again, well, we will have you on the podcast again Kong next Island. week for WrestleMania. You're, but yeah. if we can get you on the podcast 
the week after that, we'll watch who, the who, 1970s Kong. Who's and, the star of this film? Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bridges is a fucking legend. The King, fucking Big Lebowski, bro. Um, We'll watch fucking goddamn 1970s Kong. I would be actually super into that if you can find it, if you have it. I mean, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we could get it somewhere. This is the fucking I the age of media right now. I, I used like. to have it on my DVR, like an uncut version when I lived on the East Side, like because I had I had ton of like it was. Do we need to watch the... Kong Escapes as well? No. <laughs> well, maybe. I've it seen, looked pretty fucking badass. I've seen, on... Honestly, like I yeah, I know that Kong. He fights not... Mecha Kong. Yeah, dude. yeah. The seven the seven the seventies like, Kong is on HBO Max right now. Uh, Okay, so Kong, so I mean we can just keep it your password. Like, as yeah. obviously like a ton of like obviously, or we can watch it like early. Well, we'll watch it sometime. Yeah, Kong doesn't have as many films. Godzilla. I was always a King Kong fan. I love the nineteen thirty three King Kong. Obviously, uh, who doesn't? Like James Rolfe says it's the best film. He of says, all time. "Yeah, he says it's greater than Citizen Kane." Is he said? I like, mean, I agree. He said, "There's no reason why this shouldn't be in the running for fucking greatest movie of all time." Rips, I and, don't I, know and I agree. It's that. one of the most iconic films ever made. Yeah, the and for some reason, was... for some reason, it's never spoken of in that light, though. Think about like seeing that in 1933. Time. Like, could you even fucking imagine? Like, well, like they had to be the most insane everything. thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You'd walk out of the theater and be like, "This was the coolest thing I ever watched ever, like ever." I'd be jacking off like the second. <laughs> yeah. the and just, there's fuck. <laughs> that was a pre-code, so there's nudity in it too. So not only are you seeing Kong. You're seeing tits on the screen too, All right? So, yeah, uh, the original King Kong's great. Um, as far as my favorite giant monster film of all time, it's, it's not it. It's, it's Gojira. Gojira. No, yeah, yeah it's no. Gojira. Gojira is obviously good. I think everyone can agree Gojira is better. My rating for King Kong is probably criminally low. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I go look at Letterbox. I, I haven't watched it in like ten billion I was years. Say, I don't think I've rated it on Letterbox. I should probably yeah. rewatch and go back and do all. I stuff. rewatched it in preparation for this. It's a solid four. And Kong, and a half, okay, so. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk the original about Kong four and a half. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about Godzilla and Kong. I'm gonna throw some stuff out. Pacing's great. Fights were fucking great. Story made complete sense. Uh, not always, but well, that's fine. For what? I won't say complete sense, but I think the story. Listen, it's streamlined. When, it's very streamlined. When the fucking when you're watching the fucking this is the thing that like when I read bad reviews that are like the story is fucking like blah blah and the characters are this and that like. When I read reviews like that, it pisses me off because it's like, dude, you got to know what the fuck you're getting That's into I mean. when you watch this the movie. Film is this as movie advertises as advertised. The story in this movie works for the movie, and it gets the monsters where they fucking need to exactly. be when they need exactly. to fucking exactly. be there. And that is all I could fucking ever ask for, and it didn't fucking bore the shit out of me. Like they were the monsters were always doing. Godzilla wasn't always doing something, but. King Kong was always doing something. He was something. doing a shit time. He did a shit time. Yeah, he right? was like the star of the movie, basically. Even though like, Godzilla is like the co-star. But you didn't always know where Godzilla was. So the story didn't always make complete sense. I'll give you an example right now where they're on the... <laughs> this cracks me the fuck up. When they're on the aircraft carrier and they're like, we're avoiding Godzilla's territorial waters. I'm like, oh, that's probably a good idea. And then, like, they're just floating, they're floating, they're floating. All of a sudden, Godzilla just comes out of fucking nowhere and they're just staring at a sonar screen. And they're like, Godzilla's coming. I'm like, no fucking shit, you have sonar. You didn't see this fucking guy coming. Well, well before they eat, because that's one of the plot holes that I have written down. Before 
anyone on the ship knows Godzilla is there, the little girl knows that Godzilla is there. That little girl, though, was like literally a Jedi fucking knight because she's like, she's signing the Kong. Like, she is the That's, a, that's another plot that. hole. I'll get to that. But that's, uh, I mean. She, um, well, like, I can buy that she could feel Godzilla. She's right? a native of Skull Island. Well, she's deaf. So if she right. just puts her fucking hand on the thing, she can feel his vibrations. I bought that. I was like, yeah, okay. that happened? I was like, okay, I, I understand what immediately what's going on. But at that point when she's feeling it, they but should I'm like, see how this motherfucker on sonar. Yeah, my problem isn't that she sees it. It's my it's my problem that she sees it before it shows up on anything. Because everyone on the ship is either not paying attention or... Because, like, Godzilla's fucking huge. You would know he's coming. Yeah. Even and Kong, Kong would know he's coming. Saying, didn't even well, Kong, Kong, Kong was react. already Kong, Kong was, was already pissed off. He was reacting. Yeah. Like by the time she got upstairs and started like signing to them, and then they were like, wasn't Kong? Kong was already like, like, yeah, like fucking like smacking yeah, the thing and like ready, freaking he, out. He like, knew his shit was going down. And that's like before Godzilla even got there. They're like, we need to let him loose. And they're like, are you fucking insane? We can't do that. But their like, sonars must not have a very long range, or he, Godzilla's just fucking zoomed. That's the I, only explanation. But if you're in a fucking in a situation where you're transporting a giant monster and you're actively trying to avoid another God, giant monster, Godzilla, <laughs> I would think that your ships should be equipped with like the most advanced sonar. This you should be the most basically. Advanced shit of all listen, time. you have devi- you have fucking crafts that can fucking go through like intergravitational fucking fields that would like rip human beings apart without fucking killing you and like bringing you basically to like another but fucking But that was a corporation. This was the what was this the But the corporation is like funding the entire project though. Okay, cuz that's why I wasn't sure if it was the corporations like Yeah, the fucking the Alexander Skarsgård is not fucking funding the operation. He was just a bum writing book like yeah, unsold he was, books. He was a, yeah. They he, was he headed the operation, but the corporation was funding the entire right. thing. Well, that's I why they sent like, fucking the hot Fucking Maria that chick, Simmons. That chick is so fucking She's hot. So <laughs> she, was, she was in the From Dust Till Dawn series that I love, and every episode I was just drooling watching it. Like I still, fuck. What? Yeah. Uh, was it Eliza? Uh, Eliza Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's Gonzalez, but on our and on our, up, yeah. oh, on I, our I, print I, sheet here, it's Gonzalex. Sorry, I, I, t- I had a little Oh, this typo. is your this is yours? I, t- I hand-typed all of this. I wanted this to be very prepared. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to take this podcast to the, the next level. But apparently I'm getting typos in here. I'm, I handmade all of this, and you're laughing at me. No, I appreciate I this. Took all, I, I took all these pictures. I p- printed everything out. Okay, that makes this amazing, then, because I was, I've been looking at fucking Rebecca Hall's character this entire time and just wanting to laugh so hard because of her description. I I thought this was from some website. <laughs> no, I thought this I was like IMDB, like had sheets that you could print out. Kong's anthropological linguist and Gia's adopted mother. It's no, I, true, but I was just like, damn. I just, I Rebecca just, Hall's kind of hot to me in a weird way. If I'm just gonna be honest, I don't think she was hot in the movie, but she looks better. She in looks this hot, film. like she looks like. It's Let's like not weird, objectify women too much on this podcast. Oh my god, I can't say anyone's hot now. Is, <laughs> well, can't cancel me, fuck midnight. Miles Look at this picture that Buddy chose of of. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, I actually thought was like she looks like she's her. twenty years older. I than thought that, it was like. fucking her when I was looking at this, and then I was like, Millie Bobby Brown. It's because it's because it's in black and white, and the regular one she looks normal. Godzilla and podcast fan. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you think I Millie, Bob- Millie Bobby Brown's out there listening to this podcast right now? Well, her dude, this 
picture doesn't even look real. This looks like it's fucking <laughs> CG. It's fake. I'm going to have to upload look these at his to our forehead. Patreon. Look I feel, at it. I feel look bad for audio-only listeners. Look at his to... forehead. It doesn't even look like his facial. Like, I honestly, it looks like a man. <laughs> he looks like he's wearing prosthetic makeup. Yeah. Like, he looks like fucking John Travolta in Hairspray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even look All right, real. For the listeners, I will upload the, the cheat oh, sheet I made. God. It'll be up on our All Twitter. Right. I've been trying to talk about the film, and we got to... Okay, while we're talking about plot holes and while we're on the aircraft carrier, I'll bring this up because... Don't bring up the fucking physics because it's going to make me... No, 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 there's no physics. I'm not going to bring up anything scientific like that. I do like on the aircraft carrier because that's a callback to the original Kong because they also bring him on 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 a fucking ship. But here's the thing. So... Obviously, well, a, they, don't they just drag him on like a raft? He's on a raft that's rigged with dynamite. So if he does wake up or try to escape, it just it kills him instantly. <laughs> but OK, so a big plot point in this film is Kong can communicate through sign language. Mm-hmm. It's a big th- revelation. The scientists that have been studying Kong for years are dumbfounded. On how he knows sign language, even though he's under 24 hour surveillance in his fucking bubble. They don't know that at some point well, he learns si- that because that's a big because these, these he's are some in of the, the Truman show. He's basically in the Truman. Well, show these are some that. of the reasons I didn't rate it as high as Jared would have liked, because you can assume he's under 24 hour surveillance. So I don't know why they're not paying attention that he's doing this fucking shit unless there are some periods of time where this little girl is in there unsupervised with Kong, which wouldn't make any sense, because why would you have her in there unsupervised with Kong? She sneaks in, I'm assuming. Just like they snuck into the fucking thing and no one caught them when they're... Another plot hole, that's fine. I mean, listen. Again, this is a fucking giant monster movie. I know, I understand. And I don't fucking apply logic to it. It's popcorn entertainment, I get it. Why didn't the fucking people at the base of Mount Fuji just turn into skeletons when Hedera flew by them like all the other people fucking did in Godzilla vs. Hedera. But that film fucking rips. We just watched that. I don't, I don't know. I, I rated it lower than Godzilla vs. Kong. It, it had nothing to do with the logicals right, in gonna, it. I'll I'm tell you that right my, now. My, my two cents in Godzilla vs. Kong because I started... I think, I think for as streamlined as the plot was, there were plot holes completely. And I think like, we talked about this before the podcast being rolling. I think some of it was like... Maybe they edited certain characters' things off of the film. Well, the like, film the film was short, like it's under two hours. And I saw online that the by the way, that's not short for me. Well, I saw well <laughs> compared, compared to the other two films, it's well, like compared half- to modern fucking blockbusters at any point in time. Now they it, all have to be seventeen flew, hours long. It flew by in two hours. Like honestly, like I I remember getting into the theater. I blinked like five times. That's great. Like, oh, That's how I want a fucking two-hour movie no, to be. It is, it is great, but like I feel like some of the like when that shit ends, and I'm like, that was did. two hours. Um, that's how I want to fucking feel. I, not like, fuck, this is like fucking checking in an hour in and like, fuck, we have another hour left of this fucking, I got shit to do today. Like, fuck. But I did, I did see online. There was a lot of stuff that was cut out. Cause I guess there was a lot more scenes with like the people that work at Monarch, like Millie Bobby Brown's character's dad. And then also the CEO well, and stuff. To, even like, I talked about that before we started because it felt like there was. Like, the way they edited his character, I was like, I feel like they shot more for him because some things didn't make sense. And, like, you also have to think that because this film was supposed to come out last year, like, they had to have been making tweaks to it, like, throughout the process. Like, because oh, they sure. had a whole year in I'm post sure. Sure. where they were fine-tuning it and shit like that. The whole film was streamlined. That, in not a bad way because it's, it's as advertised, like I said. 
Like, it gets to the fights. It gets to the important parts. It gets to the hollow earth. It does, like, it, it's, there's no wasted fucking time. But when you look at some of, like, the characters, like, motives and the things they do, you're like, maybe there's more to this film than what, like you said, than, than what was shown. But I don't feel like it affected the film for exactly. me that it, I would have lowered the score because it's as advertised. Like, this, this is the film that I would be the most forgiving of, too, because they've built the mythology between the last two films. They've, they, the Titans, they've explained things, they've explained Monarch. They have characters that are now recurring in this new film. So what is this? It's Godzilla versus Kong, spoiler, teaming up, which was fucking badass, to fight Mechagodzilla, which was fucking, that was fucking cool too. Like, I liked, I wanted them to team up because I like both of them and the respect at the end and everything. But it's like, it's kind of like, I figured this was like, fuck the story. We're going to try to get to the what we need to get to as fast as possible. The film could have been longer for me because it it did feel very short. Um, not in a bad way, but it I did. I think it could have been longer with more monster fights. Hey, I, I, I would have liked it to be longer but with I was more satisfi- monster I was satisfied was with satisfying. the monster yeah, fights. It was, it was very... I didn't come out of the theater thinking, fuck, I wish they would have had more monster well, fights no, because, well, like I did in fucking Godzilla 2014. But at the same time, if you would have added 20 more minutes of monster fights, you wouldn't have fucking caught me complaining. Well, I think... And another thing that is a big positive to this one is there's a monster on screen pretty much the entire time. Because Kong is the main character of the film, basically. He's there the entire time. Um, I would have liked more Godzilla, so I, I think they could have well, checked the fucking more, Check this out, though. And the fucking, in this movie, I think is the first time, I don't think he does in 2014, ever fucking just show up and just destroy no, shit. No, they, they turn him heel immediately in this. And like, yeah. They don't even and turn him heel, though. It's just well, like it's, kind of implied that he's heel. It, but, like, as I'm watching it, and I see what he's doing, and, and, like, the whole movie, they're questioning it. They're like, why is Godzilla doing this? Why is Godzilla doing this? So that's already implanting in your brain, okay, he's doing this for something. <laughs> and me knowing this, already going into the movie, thinking, like, it's either there's, going, there's going to be Mecha some Keith, sort of right, mecha yeah. villain. He's attacking this tech company so like right at the beginning of the movie i'm like oh he's fucking and like even before he shows up the guy is snooping around like they're doing something here they're doing something yeah. fucking crazy right but and then godzilla shows up and fucking blows the whole shit up but and you see that you see that like mech eye and you're like so it's nice because it lures you in and you're like oh there's gonna be some crazy fight towards the end of the film like i'm i'm hooked like i'm hooked like I'm ready. To, I'm on the ride. Like the the opening of this film. If we're gonna talk about the film. The opening of this film is fucking great. Godzilla Godzilla shows up, fucks up the tech company. That shit was awesome. Crazy. I barely saw the eye because I was too busy watching Godzilla in the background just blow right. shit up. But I I think it's a great. I think the film hooks you right away, and that should not be understated because it doesn't fuck around with a bunch of exposition and a bunch of things and characters. It's like here's where we are. This is what we're doing. We know, I feel like the film knows what it is. So, like, it knows what it is and knows that it has to be a, like, huge mega monster fight. And it's like, what's the best way to do that? We'll get some story because you need to have some story to bring it along. But we're going to just shoot yeah, a shot Yeah, that's not right the away. point. The story's not the point. Like, right, and they want, know that. They you want to get to the thing, and the thing that I like about the story and why I'm going to continue to praise the story is because it was... It was fucking good in getting the fucking, like, getting to the shit that we needed to see. I watched a couple of people say, like, 
and and like it, this movie does know what it is because Adam Wingard is a fan. Yeah, he fucking wanted to cast fan. James Rolfe in a cameo. I know. I, I watched James's review. Yeah, James, but he's like, yeah, I got my daughter being born. I can't be in fucking he, Godzilla. He said, like, I watched that. Must have been say. a hard decision. That must for have been make. really heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably would have missed my daughter being born to be in a Godzilla movie, dude. That's like an all-time fucking dream. He said, I would be like, listen, honey, I know I wasn't there when you were born, but look at this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> exactly. Look at this. I'm in this building right here. I'm a scientist in this building. Like, I would have made, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to miss my daughter being born, but I want the fucking shot. Yeah. You know the shot that I'm talking about, right. where I'm standing at a window, and then Godzilla's fucking face just pops up and just fucking blows like a fucking, like, goddamn, like, energy beam right at me. And well, I'm just hey, like, hey, oh! <laughs> if, they, if they keep shit going, man, I mean, he'll have, he'll have other chances to be in them, because, I mean, he's cool with the fucking composer and the director of this one, so, I mean, Adam, he'll be all I right. I feel like, like, somebody pointed out, a couple people online, like, Adam Wingard was the first person they, like, a bunch of people pointed out, like, who, like, understood what a kaiju movie should be in America, like, to American audiences. Like I don't know, because whoever directed King of Monsters, I think, understood it, Michael too. Michael Dory, fucking goat, man. Oh, yeah. I lo- Trick or Treat. And, Trick or and, uh, Treat, yeah. And he wrote most of the X-Men sequels. Well, and he, was he also the, he, co- Didn't he co-write this? Well, he is the supervisor of the MonsterVerse, so he's, like, the one that is in charge of the overarching That's stories. That's an Ohio boy, too. He's from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, really, I don't want to undersell King of Monsters because I really fucking enjoyed that movie. And it's just the only thing that held that shit down for me was that they felt the need to fucking kind of, like, dirty up the fights a lot in it. But there was a lot of fucking fights, can, and the action we, kept can coming. Can we at least, like, admit that, thank God, Legendary and Warner Brothers, all three directors for these films, hired people that actually love Godzilla, so at least, even regardless of the quality, like, at least I feel like... Fuck, does Gareth Edwards really like Godzilla? He <laughs> said it didn't, it seem didn't like fucking it. seem like it. He sure as fuck didn't want to put <laughs> he, him on the screen. He He's a big, like... Like he did say films. he did say one of the the more like um, he did explain it in a way that made sense to me as a Godzilla fan, but I was still disappointed. He said that like if you watch any of the old Godzilla movies, you barely ever fucking see him in those he, two. I like which is true. I like Gareth Edwards, and like I said a little bit in our Ten Cloverfield our Lane chat. was good. He did Ten Cloverfield Lane. I think I, he I either did that it. or Cloverfield. It was one of the two. He didn't do Cloverfield. He did Monsters, which I think is extremely underrated. Like that uh, film about um, two people basically hiking out of uh, a quarantine zone of like where monsters land. I think they landed in Mexico and they're trying to get to America. And two reporters. Mm, he didn't do it. What? Two reporters. He did Monsters and he wrote the Monsters sequel. But he's also like a CG artist too. So like I feel like he understands like. I think that's how he got Godzilla because he understands like what it takes to shoot right. these massive things. Um, but he did Rogue One, and then he wanted a much darker film, and Disney kept butchering him and neutering him and brought things in, and I feel like it fucked his career because. Well, Rogue One was still the best Star and, Wars movie they put out since Rogue, the seventies. Rogue One, thank you. Rogue One's a phenomenal Star Wars film, and I feel it's like better than Episode Three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fuck. Right. Episode three rips. Episode three does rip, but some of the dialogue when you go back, because I I've rewatched the trilogy. No, he had the fucking high ground, dude. 
Well, no, but some of the dialogue, <laughs> some of the dialogue when you watch it in like certain like scenes earlier in the film is horrible. Like the way they say words, I'm like, no, no human would ever talk like this. Like it's it's bad. Like George Lucas's script on that is. Sorry, George Lucas, but it's a little, it's a little butt, it's a little butt on that. Right. But the film. Okay, listen, it's Star Wars, man. We, I'm not fucking half the people fucking talking some language that doesn't even fucking exist. So, right. But getting back to Kong, because I know Jared and I don't know if Miles knows this, but I'm notorious for giving Adam Wingard a lot of shit on the podcast. And I and I, I will, like Adam Wingard a lot. I, I will. So. I, I'm not a fan of a lot of his thing. I will say that in this, he sort of found his niche he found what he can do really well like i think that this is better than your next i think this is his best film i'll say it's better than your next but that's bias on my part because i just love godzilla i think that it's better probably than your next and the i think i like the guest, the guest, the guest i think the guest is, the is better than your the next. guest the guest is probably one of the best thrillers in the past buddy i'm just gonna melt buddy hates the guest bro, bro i don't understand and the it soundtrack to the guest is he's flawless. like bro it's so cliche shut the fuck up the, bro the a, 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 soundtrack a, a, and everything in that shit makes me so th- good. maybe this is why you hate it but like i was watching that movie it makes me think of the terminator so much and i fucking love the, it the the two things i like about the guest have nothing to do with the story at all i like the soundtrack and I like that the aesthetic is Halloween, even though Halloween has nothing really to do with the story. But it's Halloween time during, like, there's decorations, yeah. there's all that. But I, I think the film blows. But that's fine. No, I mean, here, it's not one of the worst films of all time. But I, well, just, no, I don't, I don't get. <laughs> well, you guys talk I'd about it. Slap you out the window if you thought it was. Well, you guys talk about time. it like it's the fucking it, second coming of Christ. No, like, it's just a good it's fucking just, movie. I, I really think that he is. I don't think Christ. Godzilla versus Kong is the next, the second coming of Christ. No. But I fucking freaked out because you gave it three stars, and I freaked out on our Fred Ed Poggy because he said it was garbage, and I was like, "You're fucking stupid as hell!" Like that's that's one of the worst takes ever for a kid that I actually thought enjoyed giant monster movies and so when you get everything a giant monster movie is supposed to fucking be and then say it sucks then I feel like you don't deserve to watch giant monster movies idiot (laughs) (laughs) anyways Kong's on the fucking he's he's scratching his ass on the fucking dome thing that's how they explained away that, you know, all the shit was going on and, and he didn't show up. And, and King of Monsters. Good explanation. Good enough explanation for me. You know what I mean? Like, they've already... They already know that Godzilla and Kong are ancient rivals. And you don't want those fucking two around in the same fucking place. Because you already saw what happened when fucking Godzilla and King Ghidorah fucking... Right. Got around each other. It wasn't fucking good for anyone involved. Especially Mothra. Especially, <laughs> especially Mothra. Mothra has an egg left. I think so. I think so. That's why, because like I'm wondering, because I this is jumping way fucking ahead. But there was no post credit scene, so a lot of people are speculating this is the last one. But it's gonna make so much fucking money. I can't imagine this would be the last one. The explanation that I read online is that King of Monsters didn't was not a box office flop. But it performed disappointing, like they were disappointed with the numbers. And so they made Godzilla vs. Kong. In a and, way that you could continue it, but you could And so end it. if this flopped or was a box office disappointment, which I don't think it's going to be, there's so much hype behind it right well, now. It's making, it's I, making me super I, happy. I would say it's the exact opposite. I think this is 
saved movie theaters, pretty much. This is the first, like, big release well, that we've got. So what I read was that it's already done 100 plus million in China alone, which is, like, well, it released, inter- it released internationally a week earlier than it we did, got here. But like, well, it just, it, all right, uh, the one thing that I know is that it made $9 million on on Wednesday, day one, in, in domestic, I'm, I'm and pre- which is the highest for fucking COVID era. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this has already made over $200 million on, like, limited seating, limited everything. Right. So the fact is it's going to make back his entire budget. Maybe it's not sold, It's sold budget. out, like, limited seating for, like, a lot of shit. And like, like you said, like, with... Well, with ours, it was we had shitty seats because it was fucking it was sold out. It was sold yeah, out. Yeah. Sold out. I think I think it's gonna do. They're like, like the projections and stuff were like, it's gonna make over its budget. It's gonna make its marketing budget, and it should go into the green. It should be a profitable. How profitable? Well, King of the Monsters was profitable. It 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 just didn't broke meet their its budget by like two hundred million. But, like, it didn't fucking meet their expectation. Like, because uh, Godzilla 2014 and, I think, Kong Skull Island both made over $500 million And, like... Uh, yeah, they were pretty big. Fucking uh, King of Monsters made, like, 312 well, you have, or you something like that. You have to like think, that. In, in China during... Even, even COVID and everything. So, like, they didn't go over by $200 million, But I think their their budget was, like, $200 million for that. And, like, the fucking... They grossed 312 Well, just... Like we're not even talking about Japan. Like, China, in a week, did over 100-some million. It's probably not even out in Japan yet. Like... Well, I don't yeah, know they, if it is, but it, it it's probably not because Japan gets things super, super late. Super late. Yeah, you're right. But, like, honestly, like, they're they're projecting already, at least worldwide, even during limited COVID, it's probably at least 350 Right, and I'm, and I'm sure... I, I mean, because there's even the HBO Max stuff, I'm sure there's a way to, like, count how many people signed up for a subscription to watch this film... Oh, Oh, and sure how many like stream? I mean, like yeah, I, mean, I don't know how they get the money from that, but I'm sure. I mean, they have to be making a shit ton well, of that too. What they just they- probably count the amount of streams that it's had from HBO Max and basically it pays it out well, to the side of account. You know, like, the initial whatever the initial contract was for that was probably paid up front. So if it was a billion, if it was two billion, like. That's why they're probably like, oh, it doesn't even fucking matter because Maisie's dad's play. watched it twice already on HBO Max. He's fucking. Here's the thing that I think is going to save this is that it's gotten, for whatever reason, and what probably why I fucking loved King of Monsters, like hyped King of Monsters so much, is because it got terrible fucking reviews. That that movie was fucking bodied by critics. This movie is getting a lot better reviews, and um, I don't see why because it's literally it's, it's, it's like the same fucking it's the formula. Same formula. As King yeah, it's not that. I, <laughs> The only thing that I can say is different is that the the fight scenes are better because they're in clearer view and the fight fight choreography is better. And I would argue that the the major players in it are more iconic than the major players in King of Monsters. Yeah, which is still ridiculous because the major players in King of Monsters were super fucking iconic. Fucking Ghidorah, Mothra, was and Rodan was in there. Rodan was yeah, like Ghidorah's Rodan. fucking tag team partner. I mean, right? I think that yeah, I think that. Honestly, when they were talking about but like these, Gido- but Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra, none of them are as big as Kong. No, and and I would argue that even then, I don't think that they're as iconic as Mechagodzilla either. 
Mechagodzilla is super iconic. When, when I was thinking about this, though... Mechagodzilla was my... I hate to keep cutting I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but Mechagodzilla was my favorite Godzilla villain when I was a kid because he was literally just a robot Godzilla. Yeah, he's great. He's super <laughs> great. But when I think about, though, when they shot these films, the way they talked about doing it, like I was kind of like disappointed at first where I was like, oh, they're going to do Godzilla versus Kong last, where in my brain I was like, damn, I kind of want them to do King of Monsters last, and then Kong's in that, and maybe Kong teams up with Godzilla and, like, fights all these monsters. I thought that would be fucking dope. Where I was kind of, like, at the time, I was like, I was like, ah, I don't really, like, I wish they were doing, like, King of Monsters last in some way and doing Kong second. Especially because Kong Skull Island came out so long ago, honestly, like, Right, Isn't yeah. that film five or six years old? It came out it in, was like, before. 2015, I think. Something like that, yeah. yeah. so, like, I was just, like... You think Kong hasn't been on screen in a while. It matters, but it's still five years, six years, but... Um, five years, definitely not six years. He'll probably... Because this is going to do well, and then he'll probably have a movie that's probably going to underperform, like... Kong fucking in the uh, monster verse or some shit like he's Kong just around yeah Hollow Earth Kong Hollow, 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 Hollow Earth like, or something because they like could that. they could do so much it'll of be that. like fucking Thor Ragnarok or some shit like that like you know what, I would think, love? what other monsters can we introduce to the monster verse where we get like an Avengers fucking team for Godzilla they would never fucking do this but I would Gamera love, like that would be amazing that would be so good they would never fucking do this but I would the movie love, wouldn't make any fucking never money never mind I'll just die it's fine sorry I'll just die it's fine it wouldn't make any money that's all I'm saying go ahead if they did the entire film in Hollow Earth with no human characters and it's a fucking silent film but you just do everything through musical cues facial expressions from Kong it'd be incredible they would never fucking do it because it would bomb but I don't I think, even think in modern America it would bomb as bad as you think. Like people would still show up to fucking like see it. I like, think it would. I think people would show up initially. I think it would get bad reviews though. Oh yeah. And unless unless people unless people like came monsters. Unless people came off like, oh my god. Because I think Kong could so... carry the film. I mean, yeah, like, but I, mean, I think like maybe... I mean, he carries every movie that he's in. Like the yeah. human characters don't carry. I got news for everybody that fucking criticizes human characters in monster movies. They've never carried a single fucking monster movie in the history of monster movies. It's always carried by the fucking monster. Watch these fucking movies and educate yourself. And know in your heart that you went to see the fucking monsters and not the fucking people. I didn't give a fuck that Millie Bobby Brown was in this fucking movie. No, who cares? They showed her in the fucking trailer. I was like, man, I, I wouldn't care if they opened the movie explaining that she got stomped by fucking Godzilla <laughs> off screen and was dead. <laughs> Nobody would fucking care. But I, I feel bad. We're looking at Buddy's cast notes, and you look at all the characters, and you're like, they all did nothing. Like, honestly, like, I, I appreciate He revived it. Kong. Alexander Skarsgård revived Kong. How did they know that was going to work? Because um, it, it was just a hunch. Yeah. They didn't know like it was it gonna could, work, but he was dying. Could have killed him instantly. Uh, they, they were he was dying, and they had nothing else that they could, you know, try. And he was like, "We're gonna fucking supercharge his heart or whatever. Fucking give him a shock, and if it works, good. If it doesn't work, then what the fuck else can we do?" That's how I look at it. It's a it's a desperation fucking move. Sometimes I, that happens in movies. Can we let's address it? I'm happy that they picked a definitive winner. And they didn't do it like, oh, it's a tie or some bullshit. No, Godzilla kicked his ass. 
Godzilla beat the <laughs> Godzilla beat the fuck out of this guy both times they met. Like Kong got some shots in, Kong got but some Kong shots literally in. hit Godzilla with his hardest shot, and then the guy fucking. I think it was Skarsgård, yeah. Skarsgård shows up with the dumbest line in the fucking <laughs> the movie. Second I literally was... rolled my eyes into the back of my fucking head when he said it. He was like, looks like round two goes to Kong. Ten seconds later, Godzilla's up just beating the fucking piss out of Kong. There was already that um, <laughs> that, that meme of Michael Jordan from The Last Dance. It's like, and I took that personally, and it's just <laughs> Godzilla's face. <laughs> like he says oh, that. Oh, so good. <laughs> Yeah, he just got right up and then like, <laughs> fucking beat the fuck out of Kong and stomped on his chest and screamed at him like, you're a bitch. <laughs> and Kong was like, fuck. <laughs> the hardest shot in the movie, by the way. You know, everybody's fuck. every man in that fucking like movie theater's fucking dick was rock like, hard. During flexing as hard as possible. Literally, I was seriously just so much testosterone was flowing through my body when they were screaming at each other. I was just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, you were like, fuck legends. I think I did scream legends. <laughs> you said legends like six times in that movie. Because there's so many. I good swear to God, Cox sat in a throne and you're like, legends. Because that scene was great. That scene was. I don't know. There was a lot of really great fucking like shots in this film, and like still, even Kong losing to Godzilla, like fuck, man. Kong still put on a great showing. I'll, I'll throw it in there for him because I like Kong and Godzilla. Obviously, I like Godzilla more. I'm not gonna fight about this on a podcast. But <laughs> Godzilla's better. <laughs> but they do make Kong very likable in the film. He's likable I mean, like, in Skull Island too. He is. Like he's super sympathetic. They, I barely like, remember lot. anything from they, Skull he's, Island. He, Kong's like, been sympathetic in like every American movie he's they've ever done, been in. They've done a very good job like characterizing and making him feel like an actual like he's more fucking human or likable, like you said, than the cast surrounding him. Like he can carry a film. Godzilla can carry a film too, but it's 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 just different the way they project both of them. Well, you, you know? can't really shoot Godzilla anymore like you did in fucking Godzilla versus Hetero, where like the fucking child like runs up, Godzilla, yeah, and he's yeah. like, and then he like, turns yeah. around and like, goes back. <laughs> how, many, how many Godzilla? Like, you can't films, do that shit anymore. How many Godzilla films is like a child basically just be like best friends to Godzilla? Dude, there's multiple. So many. There's so many. Like. Godzilla's like, yeah, you're cool. You're you're a cool guy. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna fight for you now. You know. Like, I want to see Godzilla fist bump a child. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we see Kong touch I fingers. I just want to see a child mess. standing on the peak of Mount Fuji, and Godzilla just walks over and fucking fist bumps him, and then the kid falls into the volcano. <laughs> there were some really hard scenes with Kong when he ripped some of those monsters in half when he got to Hollow Earth. Like he ripped them, their guts sprayed everywhere, and I was like, oh, that's tough. Fuck, you had a hard scene when he fucking ripped Mechagodzilla's fucking head off. Yeah. He just held it up like he was fucking Sub-Zero. Like, <laughs> fuck, yeah, God, he's like, literally Godzilla's just laying on the ground. He's like, yeah, you beat my ass, but look at this shit. <laughs> both, I, it, it's good Godzilla won. I think we can all agree on that, but they didn't make Kong look weak. I mean, it, the, these were the two alphas. Like, this was an alpha versus an alpha fight, you know? I mean... Well, I like the Godzilla one because, like, let's fucking face it. <laughs> if, this, if this happened in real life, he Godzilla... Should. We watched... When we watched King of Monsters, like, the first thing we said on our podcast, I remember to this day, what the fuck is Kong gonna do against this guy? <laughs> this dude just showed up, bitch-smacked Rodan, and then turned himself into an atomic bomb and fucking blew up King of Well, because we, we were talking about, like... Kong would've got... 
ass fucked by King Ghidorah. That's what we were saying, yeah. Yeah, he would Because Godzilla was getting bitch smacked by him until yeah. Mothra died. Shit, and then yeah. got. Imagine if Kong killed Mothra. Fuck! Kong would have been fucked. Uh, that's true. You couldn't have brought him back with the fucking spaceship that time. He would have been, like, disintegrated. Because Godzilla. Godzilla basically, like, achieved, like, the most powerful Godzilla shit he ever did in King of Monsters. By basically becoming critical mass Godzilla from fucking Godzilla versus Destroya, but not fucking killing himself by doing it. Here, here's one thing, and I need to rewatch the film. Like I don't know how well this holds up between the last film and this one, but I just feel like just on my memory of it, I feel like in King of Monsters the stakes were just a lot higher because yeah. Ghidorah is actually gonna fucking destroy the destroy world. The world yeah. Like in this one, Mecha Godzilla is just there. To kill Godzilla, like there's no like grander scheme. They like Mecha Godzilla is there to protect people, basically. He ba- yeah, I think that there might be an implication that the um, the guy here, um, Walter Simmons, the main antagonist of the movie, could potentially take over the world with Mecha Godzilla. That's what he was saying. He's like, I want like hum- humanity back on top. Like it's it's a big ego for it to be like humans can make a titan and do everything, you know, and all that. Right. Like. But Ghidorah's literally going to wipe out humanity. No, oh no, I don't. It's, like, it's Godzilla not, and Kong know. versus corporate greed is what this is. So maybe the stakes aren't that high, but it's still relevant. It's entertaining. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I like seeing fucking billionaires get killed by Titans. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> That's the window shot in like every movie. Of course. Who, who does he kill in fucking? Doesn't he do that in Final Wars too? Like, there's, like, just a guy. Yeah, isn't it? Fuck, he's, like, one of the only actors left from the original Godzilla movie, I think, in Final Wars. And he's, like, just standing at, like, the top of that building like this. And, like, Godzilla just, like, walks up and just fucking, like, blows the shit out of him. It's either Final Wars or... Well, there's a... Actually, no, it's Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. What's the one before Finals? Tokyo SOS? No. It might be. Tokyo SOS is the one right before... Tokyo SOS is pretty good from what I remember. I barely. Final Wars is the only Millennium series that I've made it all the way through. I started watching Godzilla 2000 and I passed the fuck out. No, but the Godzilla versus King Ghidorah from the 90s, it's the one where the guy fought with the Godzilla Saurus in World War II, so he thinks Godzilla's his friend, so like he goes to like stand by the building for him and Godzilla just blasts him straight yeah, up. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Not in Final Wars, but yeah, so. I see, but he's like an actor from like the original Godzilla film. I didn't right? know. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure it's like know. a reference to like him being like, in like like the last actor left from the original fucking movie, unless the suit actor didn't die until like the 2000s or some shit. I'm like not, that. I'm I think not the sure. suit actor was a al- yeah, was alive for a while because he he did a bunch of other work for like. Toe well, they took that picture, the three generations of Godzilla, so that would have been the. That's the hardest picture of <laughs> right. all time. So he would have been alive. Fucking goats, like walking down the fucking. Street. <laughs> Just that, the, the, the caption at the bottom that must be the biggest street of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla versus Kong. What else do you have to say? I feel like we barely talked about the film. I feel like we barely talked about it, but in the same time, like I said, okay, okay, can can we just let's bring it down a little bit? Let's say something negative because I think we can all agree Mecha Godzilla looked like shit. His design was yeah, bad. Yeah, he, he looked like he it looked like a, a bad Transformers villain. It didn't. 
bother me, really, though. It didn't, no, it actually didn't. I was like, like, I, like, I, like, realized as he came out, I was like, okay, that's a fucking shitty design. But at the same time, I was just kind of stoked that fucking Mechagodzilla was there. And, like, you know... Whatever, you know, I was just like, whatever, dude. Like, they're gonna fight this dude. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I, I and kinda, it was. I kind of wonder with like <laughs> he lot, fucking bitch smacked both of them. A lot of these like mech design, like mech stuff for like films, like Transformers, anything like that. Like they're dick, dude. Only the Japanese can design mechs. I, I I'll say, say it right it. now. I, I don't know. This I, I might don't know. be the most racist thing I've ever said. Only Japanese people can design mechs. Well, I just don't know how like when they're conceptualizing like this stuff for these films because they all a lot of these mech films even the Transformers stuff like all this stuff looks like slightly similar like how hard is it to make something in CG to make it like work for film because like lighting and everything like I mean like I like I, I don't really know because I'm not a filmmaker but like I kind of wonder you know like I think that they just go with like in in the west they try to like okay if there was a giant robot what would it realistically look like Right. Okay. Whereas me, I just want to see fucking Mechagodzilla. I just yeah. want to see a fucking Gundam, dude. Like, I don't fucking care if it's gonna look like it does in real life. Like, I mean, it looks good. Like, it like look the cool. Like, it looks good. Like, technology wise, like it not like it looks like the design just looks like shit. Like all the CG in the film, I thought was good for the most part. Yeah, I thought it was good CG for pretty much. There everything. was only one like moment, like when Kong was like on the aircraft carrier, where like he was way in the background, where it looked kind of like weird. But everything else, I've looked Did really anyone good. notice, okay, because I've been seeing a lot of things about, like, when they went to the Hollow Earth that Kong shrunk. Was he smaller? No, I, I think they were trying. I know I, I read something. I think they were trying to sell how massive Hollow Earth was and, like, what, like, a spectacle it was. So, like, people thought Kong looked smaller. He, it's just it's fucking huge. There was nothing there. to compare his size to. Yeah, it was just like, like a big fucking gigantic when he, when landscape. He, when he started fighting like the creatures down there, he looked bigger than them. Like he looked fine. Like there was no. The only thing that they had to compare his size to were the fucking spacecrafts. Yeah. And I said like in relation to those, I don't think that he ever changed size. No, I think a lot of it was because they had that one shot, if I remember, where it zooms way out. Like when they first get there and they're free falling. And it zoom doesn't it zoom way back, and you see Kong, and he's like this, and he's small because I think they're trying to sell. This is a huge like world landscape, and then you look in the background, and the fucking ships are like fleas, like ticks, like you can't even <laughs> right. fucking see them. And Kong's still like, you can see Kong, like he's like this, right. he's a big fucking right. dude. Like yeah, because like what uh, Dan was saying, like when he was doing the jumping on the thing or whatever, that he was smaller. And I was like, I don't think he was small. I think that the rocks that were around him were just fucking massive. I think that it was supposed to be, like, sold that it was, like, just a huge Like, this isn't a landscape that we know. Like, yeah. you, right. there's nothing tangible there for us to compare his size to. It's not like the World Trade Center is down there. Yeah. And we can see, like, oh, okay, now he's only half the size of the World Trade Center? Well, he shrunk. Right. I think it was fine. I think it was just the way that maybe they shot parts. Because as soon as he actually landed on the rocks and then... Some of the creatures and stuff came up to him, like in mean, that fight scene. He was proportionate. But that to all creature them. almost killed him. <laughs> the 
fucking, bro, the humans had to save him from the creature. Bro, it's I thought Halloween. they made I thought they made Kong look weak in that part. I feel like there because that George, fucking bat creature almost fucking. Feel, it was the only time the humans in a monster movie actually ever fucking accomplished anything. What the fucking Mitch we even watched, guys. We even watched and just fucking Godzilla versus Hetero or Hetero. Hetero <laughs> was giving Godzilla the fucking. Hetero was that giving movie. him the business, but at the end of the movie, the humans make this fucking device, right? That's going to turn hetero, hetero into... I keep wanting to call him hetero now. Hetero into, a, like... It's going to harden him. And, like... It's just fucking hilarious. I think it's played up for laughs, too. Um, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes because Japanese humor is different than American. Right. But, like, every time they're getting ready to use it, something goes wrong. Like, <laughs> it's, it's not ready yet. Or the fucking... Or, like, they try to use it, but it doesn't work. It, like, overheats or some shit like that. But Godzilla walks up to it and blasts it with this fucking thing, it and it fucking works. Like, so, like, I think the first time that human characters actually fucking accomplished something was saving Kong's life. And saving both their lives, actually, at the end of this. I feel like they were... That's my biggest gripe about this movie, by the way. I have a, I have a nitpick, because I know you guys would argue the human shit doesn't matter. You're there, you're there for the monsters, whatever. But it's still... It needs to be addressed, I guess. In the last film, they're using modern technology, and we gonna. This was like what five years later. Why are we all of a sudden in like thirty twenty one tech here with these fucking things that can go into the hollow earth oh, and like oh, like yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. like the technology like the technology. It's just that company though. Right, but like it's just it's just implied that this is just like the fucking most cutting edge technological company out there. But the like the gap in technology like in five years is just like astronomical. Like I I, I understand it's a nitpick. I'm just like that's a it's very fucking nitpicky nitpick for me. Honestly, I know Miles was kind of on board for a second. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a valid point, but it doesn't affect it, my enjoyment of the movie like even one iota at all. I think okay, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put some final thoughts. There has to this. be there has to be that level of tech to get a fucking mecha titan mecha, into the yeah, movie. Mecha, like, there, it has like, to be advanced robot. technology. My my final thoughts. Film was as advertised. Did what it needed to do. Looked good. Some of the. Some of it I do need to rewatch because we're very close. There were some weird CG things, things like that. But I think they're going to play off like better the second time I watch it. Um, the storyline stuff, I think a lot of it was just like editing. Like you said, they, the problem is they had an extra year to just fuck around with this film right. and streamline it. But I think, honestly... It didn't good, feel rushed to me. Didn't feel rushed. Good time... They knew what they were doing. Ton of monster fights. Could have been even more monster fights, but I'm not complaining because, you know, fuck. It's there can always be more monster, more monster fights. fights. But <laughs> I thought all, it, there's always room for more monster fights. I thought fights. it was good. I, I would, in, in hindsight, really like to rewatch King of Monsters and see how they compare. But How many monster fights are in King of Monsters? A lot. I honestly lot. feel there's like eight fucking fights yeah. in that movie. But I had a good time. I think it was good. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be, and I'm not disappointed. My biggest nitpicks for this movie is the fucking... Um, I'll, I'll say that, like, some of the human characters served absolutely no fucking purpose whatsoever. They were just there. Yeah. Like, Millie Bobby Brown's dad in the movie, like, just is there just to fucking argue with her about why Godzilla's doing shit. And then at the end of the movie, he's got egg all over his fucking face because he was wrong about absolutely everything. 
Um, the her Australian friend he does absolutely fucking. Most of the characters, let's be honest, most of the characters serve no fucking purpose in this. But it didn't. Millie Bobby Brown and the fucking and the janitor guy, I think, serve a purpose. The conspiracy theory. They serve the purpose of kind of like bringing the Mecha Godzilla to light. It it gives us in the audience. Like a view of Mecha Godzilla of what's actually going on behind the scenes instead of Godzilla and Kong are fighting, all of a sudden fucking Mecha Godzilla just busts out, and then they're just like, and then like the fucking guy, um, Walter Simmons, is just standing in there like, yes, we've been creating Mecha Godzilla this entire time. So Millie Bobby Brown and the conspiracy theory guy are good. They, you know, they serve their purpose. Australian kid. Did not need to fucking be there. Like I said earlier, with some script reworking, you could have got Millie Bobby Brown's dad in his position. If you needed a third person there and you needed fucking that guy to be in the movie as a reference to King of Monsters and everything like that, you could have reworked it to, like, Millie Bobby Brown's like, fuck you, dad, I'm going to fucking find this guy or whatever. And he's just, like, like, you know, just kind of, like, Hesitant, but like fuck. All right, like I'm gonna follow you and see what's what's happening, or 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 he just chases her. They get in an argument, and she storms out, steals his car, and so he has to fucking chase after her in another car, and then they end up in that situation, and he can be the fucking guy, or even Millie Bobby Brown could be the guy that takes the fucking flask. I wish this wasn't even in the fucking movie. That's but like the pours it all over the fucking. So like, what right? happens if the power goes out at this place? Like, does Mecha Godzilla just die or what? The thing about Mecha Godzilla is that when that happened, all it did was really stall him for like just a second to give them the opening that Kong yeah. needed to fucking chop him up. It didn't really like shut him down because that would have been really fucking lame if he just shut down completely. Yeah. And then Kong's big moment was just him just beating the fuck <laughs> out, of, out of nothing. beating like, the fuck out of an unconscious robot. Like yeah. So, uh, but like that whole scene, like I do wish that that scene didn't exist. Like I would have been fine with them just failing to hack it. Like. In Godzilla versus Hedera. Where that's the gold standard of Hedera. Well, it's in every Godzilla movie. The humans always have some big fucking plan that they're trying to accomplish, and it never fucking works. And it always just ends up egg on their face. The only time the plan's ever worked is Dr. Sarazawa with the fucking oxygen destroyer and Gojira. Yeah. And it didn't even fucking work because Godzilla showed up fucking two years later yeah. and fought Anguirus in fucking Tokyo. Well, the, ox- the oxygen work. destroyer worked in the last film because it revived him back to life and it made his fucking son pissed off and his son became Mecha Godzilla, basically. It didn't explain a lot. That could have been scenes cut out of the movie. It really well, didn't he, explain he, at all his son just being a fucking like, well, cause here's, dumbass. He, here's another thing about like why I didn't rate it as high, blah, blah, blah. Human shit doesn't matter. It's fine. They, again, they had an entire year... Well, because, like, they were probably in post for a year normally, and then it got delayed, so they were effectively in post for another year. Like, through rewrites and through editing, they could have fixed a lot of these, like, plot holes and, like, weird shit that doesn't make sense. For everything they streamlined and everything, you'd think over the past year they could have been like, all right, this doesn't make a lot of sense, we could have changed this, and they didn't. So, I don't that's why I didn't rate it as high, because, I mean, I think about these kind of things. I think of it from that perspective. That stuff, like... I'm saying this shit, but while I'm watching the movie, like, right, again, like it had absolutely no effect on my enjoyment of the movie, and I have to consider that when I'm watching it. Like, yeah, there were plot holes. 
did I really fucking think about them that hard when I was watching the movie? It might have occurred to me at some point, like, oh, that's kind of a plot hole. But fuck, Kong's punching him in the face. I don't fucking care. Monkey right. brain clicks back on for me at that point. Exactly. Like, so I sit here and say, could they have, like, had, like, one scene where Sarazawa's son is, like... I'm working with Walter Simmons because I'm pissed off at my dad for whatever the fuck he did. And, you know, where he just kind of explains it. Sure, there could have been a couple minute scene where he explained why he's involved with this guy and why he's doing what he's doing. Was I really fucking pissed off that it wasn't in there? No, if I wrote a review about this movie, that probably wouldn't even make it into it. Like... You know what I mean? Like, I don't even think about it until I really, really fucking sit there and really really try to pick something out. It's really easy for me to be forgiving for a giant monster film or a CG-heavy film because if the film knows what it is going in and I can tell and the director and everyone going in knows what it is, I'm much more forgiving than, let's say, a traditional drama film or a thriller or something where... The story has to grip me. The reason I'm here is for a good story. I want good scenes, but, like, I need to be involved in the human aspect of, like, caring about these characters and things like that. The main characters in this are Kong, Godzilla, and Mechagodzilla. And they fulfill their roles, so, like, a lot of the human shit is all over the fucking place. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they do, because, listen, when I fucking buy the ticket to see Godzilla vs. Kong... I buy the ticket to see Godzilla versus Kong. I didn't give a, like I said earlier, I don't give a fuck about Alexander Skarsgård. I don't give a fuck about Kaylee Hoddle. She did good in this movie. I don't give a fuck about Rebecca Hall. I don't give a fuck about Brian Tyree. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Millie Bobby Brown. She's great in Stranger Things. She did good in this movie, too. She was kind of pointless. I don't give a fuck about Josh Valentine. I don't give a fuck about Damien fucking Biker or whatever the fuck his name is. Aza Gonzalez is super hot. I don't give a fuck. Shun Oguri. I respect the Japanese man. I don't give a fuck. Like, um, Godzilla and Kong showed up. They beat the fuck out of each other. And I was like, yes, my brain is happy with what I'm seeing right now. They were the main characters, and their characters were engaging enough. And they have and they have two other movies, three other movies leading up to this, building up those characters. So by the time these monsters even fight... You already know what they're all about. That's the thing. You they, know what they I mean? The like, of that. I agree. Like that was something that I I had mentioned earlier. Fuck like, that! Not just three monster movies of, in this universe. They're fucking over over fucking just decades and decades and decades of film history. Like before Godzilla twenty fourteen even came out, you fucking knew what Godzilla was all about. Even though that's the first time he was appearing in that monster verse. In that monster verse. And same with Kong Skull Island. You know what this fucking guy's about. Even though he hasn't fucking grabbed any chicks and fucking, like, climbed any buildings. Right. Uh, he hasn't had the one scene where he's looking through the window like, <laughs> Simpy Kong. Um, hey, he's a ladies' man. What can you say? No, Godzilla's the ladies' man. The ladies fucking hate Kong. They're like, fuck, let me go, you fucking stinky monkey. Godzilla's got the pick where he's on the beach with all the fucking girls, dude. Legend. Incredible stuff. Godzilla has a one of those movies where he's a simp, right? Where they rewrote the script for the fucking... It was supposed to be a Kong film. Kong versus, like, Frankenstein or some shit like that. 
Mm. Godzilla versus the sea monster was originally supposed to be Kong versus the sea monster, but they switched it out to Godzilla. So Godzilla and they did Fra- be over a girl in that one. Right, and then they did Frankenstein Conquers the World, which then led to War of the Gargantuas. Mm. But they were saying that Godzilla gets resurrected with electricity, in that them, was which it. is an element that they took from the Frankenstein versus Kong script. Because it was supposed to be Godzilla versus Frankenstein, and then it was switched to Kong. Kong, this is way off topic, but that's fine. Kong, not really that is, off topic. Well, Kong is powered by gets powered up by the electricity because it was supposed to be the Frankenstein monster. Okay, but yeah, my final thoughts about it. I need to rewatch the last film to see which one is better. For some reason, Jared thought I hated this film, but I like the film a lot. It Your just, score is too low. I know, but then I, when I listened to the other podcast, my score was too low for the other one too. So I guess I that mean, I guess my instinct when I watch one of these films is three stars. Check this out. I'm talking like some of the most logical, most grounded in realism movies I've ever seen. Still fucking have plot holes in them, and some of them are still fucking five star movies because this shit just doesn't fucking matter. It's a movie, you know what I mean? Like you can overlook some plot holes. I hate when fucking people, uh, fuck. Uh, it's not really grounded in realism, but there's some plot holes in Terminator 2. You never fucking talk about them. Like, nobody talks about them because they don't fucking matter. They don't. One of the kids, I wanted to punch this kid in the face at Walmart because he said there was a scene um, during the shootout um, at the fucking Skynet building or whatever. There's a scene where, like, sparks fly out of a tree or some shit like that. Something, See, that, that shit doesn't matter. That's that, not even a plot hole. That's just Something that could never fucking happen yeah, that's ever. Not even. And, and I was like, dude, you're watching a movie about a fucking, like, a robot that comes from the future. Some people need to just, like, let things be entertaining and enjoyable. Like, that's what I'm doing with this. I, Godzilla like, and Co- Godzilla vs. Kong. There's, sure, if I was going to nitpick everything, there's a lot of things wrong with it, and I appreciate Buddy's take on it, because a lot of times I... Well, even then, it doesn't affect me that much. It affected you down to three stars? But as I was saying, the last It's a four-star movie for me. Miles gave it three and a half. I gave it three and a half, only because, like, that was my initial reaction, and it was one of those films where I was like... This was an easy four for me. I'm like watching the movie and like like halfway through, I'm like, dude, this is a fucking four. And I'm just, I was like, this is such and, a four. And I'm and I'm just saying because like with with the last film, my instinct was to rate it a three. So that's just what my instinct is when I'm watching one of these films. It's probably gonna get bumped up. I need to rewatch the other ones. The original one is definitely going probably below three stars. I rank. I, I, I'm, I can't put it below three. I don't think it was below I three. I think I had it at four, and then I bumped it down to three and a half when King of Monsters came out, and then this came out, and I bumped it down to three. But yeah, I'm curious it's to see. It's just not exciting enough. But yeah, I'm curious to see which one is actually better, this one or the last one. I know. Just don't even worry about them. They're they're trying to get us to wrap this up, not knowing this, that this is one of the greatest podcasts we've done in a long time. Yeah, but yeah, I don't have much else to say about it. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it in upcoming I like episodes. We're mi- we're, I feel like we're missing some of the things, but I feel like I need to see it happen. It did happen so fast, the film, and I was so excited to be in the theater again. To be honest, the this is one of those ones where I need to like. For like a podcast review as we're doing, I, don't I feel like think I almost need to see it again. But I don't think I need to see it again right now, not for a while. I think that like everything that happened in it is still fresh in my mind, and I think that it just hit just the right way. Like if I see it again at this point, it might even just water it down a little bit for me. But maybe not because I saw Gr- fucking Dark Knight three times in theaters. By the way, that's a movie that's really fucking kind of grounded, and there's a lot of plot holes in that movie. Right, five stars. 
Phenomenal right. great, film. Greatest superhero movie I've right. ever seen in my life. Phenomenal film. But yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, that's pretty much and, it. And uh, Geekdom 101, you're a fucking chump for saying Dark Knight Rises is fucking that's equal, ins- that's equal to or greater than that's Dark Knight. That's insane. You're literally high on meth, bro. That's not even <laughs> I close. love Dark Knight Rises, but it's not better than the Dark Knight. It's not even better than Batman Begins, so go fuck yourself. No, the, I, I, I did not like. Re- I did not like that re- film at all. What Batman re-watch. Begins or Dark Knight Rises? No, Dark Knight Rises. I, I was liked, very disappointed. I no, liked. Batman Begins shits on Dark Knight Rises, bro. I like Dark Knight Rises. Back. I think it's a three. Maybe. Oh, I'd say it's more than. I'd, no, again, it's not half. more than a. Three. No, if I don't know what my ratings are right now, if I had to look at my ratings right now, I'd probably say Dark Knight Rises is probably a three. Dark Knight's five. Like, I know that's a five. It's, like, in my top ten favorite films ever. Um, and then I'd say Batman Begins is probably four and a half, but I would actually probably give it a four. Dark or B- Batman Begins is super fucking good, but I don't know. I just really liked Dark Knight Rises a lot, nowhere near Dark Knight. But I think part of that, too, is, like, once a series gets built up and I feel invested in these characters, I think sometimes by the last sequel, I kind of, like, a little more forgiving. I'm right. kind of like I'm like, all right, film's great. I'm investing these characters. The payoff like worked for me. So Dark Knight Rises is kind of a um, I give them a little bit of credit because the death of Heath Ledger definitely fucking affected the way that movie was oh, written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fucking goddamn Chris Nolan already said that like he was going to be he in wrote it. Right. fucking Dark Knight that like there was already plans in place for Joker to play a big role. In the next fucking movie, and then you ended up getting like this fucking like half-assed version of Bane. Like Tom Hardy did okay with it; it was all right, but like it wasn't really Bane. And like, and secondly, dude, like he wasn't even fucking like a quarter as charismatic as fucking Heath Ledger as the Joker. I don't think. And and he was just a fucking simp by the end of the fucking movie. He was just simping for Tali Agul the whole fucking movie. Dumbest fucking plot twist. It was just like a random wink to the fans that didn't really fucking work in the movie. Right, yeah. Like, it just twisted the plot and it just made Batman look like a fucking idiot, which he's not. Batman's supposed to be, like, the smartest fucking plant man on the fucking planet. But no, he's just a fucking simp at the end of the fucking movie. Bane's just a fucking simp at the end of the movie. Everybody's just a fucking simp. And Talia Ghul is just there for some reason. I don't think they would have ever been able to make something to really follow up the Dark Knight, though. To be honest, like I think I know, but it could have been better than Dark Knight Rises. It It could have been at least on Batman Begins level, right? Still, I'd have to go back. Batman Begins is better, bro. Batman Begins is better than Dark Knight Rises. I like Batman Begins. I like like, the whole trilogy. I'm a big fan of the trilogy. I'm a fan of the trilogy as well, but I think the Dark Knight Rises is easily the weakest. It's easily the weakest. It falls victim to the fucking trilogy curse, like easily. And it sucks because that mo- that series had so much momentum going into that movie, and then fucking Heath Ledger's death, fucking like I know people want to say like, oh, he's overrated. First off, he's not fucking overrated. Like he's no, like, I like a lot of his other films, like a lot. Like there. Well, I'm just saying, like, like his performance as Joker is considered overrated by some people, which is like, it's it's dumb, <laughs> dude. Like, and some people would say. <laughs> Some people say that people only praise it because he died. That's some Steve shit. Like he said that Nirvana's only so big because Kurt Cobain died. Shut up. They were already literally one of the biggest bands in the world before he died. They debuted. 
In Joker, utro, Joker in is the most popular Batman character fucking every time, dude. In Utro debuted at number one in America back when, like, people were so How many times did fucking millions. Bleach go fucking... Not Bleach, fucking, um... God. Didn't, didn't Nevermind never mind sell, like... How many times did it go platinum? Like How many times did it go platinum? Times, yeah. Even between just their, like, three or four albums, didn't they sell, like, 50, 60 million albums back If you're to believe what fucking... If you're to believe what the story is, which I'm not going to say, I'm not going to get into whether or not it's true or not. Kurt Cobain killed himself because they were so fucking successful because they yeah. were the fucking biggest well, he band wrote, in the world. He wrote, and he never wanted to be the biggest he band wrote, in the world. He wrote in Neutro, he's like, he's like, I'm writing the album I want to write and I don't think people are going to like it. Like, he literally was just like, I'm going to well, write Well, didn't he literally head. write songs that he, like... Actively wanted people to fucking hate the songs well, on the he, record. He's like, he's like, I don't think this is like, I'm not gonna write a single. It's not gonna be, it's not gonna be radio for, friendly. Yeah, and he wrote that, and then it, then it was their actual first number one album, and it, you know, went through the fucking charts. And I still think that's their best album. But yeah, um, in utero, it's either that or insecticide, which is a compilation album, but still, I right. think it counts in utero. Fuck that. As far as just bad. studio, as far as just studio albums go, In Utero is probably their best. So but I think that good. the band got better as they went on. That's it's hard. Like they died. Like they ended at their peak, in my opinion. Like they were just like, but fuck. I mean, but no, Heath Ledger is not overrated as the Joker. No. Um, and Dark Knight is the greatest superhero movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to argue any of this because it's all, you know... It's, it's all awesome. love, brother. All right, well, that's pretty much it for this time. Did you want to announce what we might be doing this October, or you want to keep that under wraps? No, we can announce it. I don't give a fuck. Jared and I, are, and you can get involved in some capacity if you'd like, but we're going to be reviewing the Criterion set of the Godzilla. We're going to be watching them all oh. and and doing a ranking, the definitive ranking. I have I have the Criterion Godzilla Spoil, release. Spoiler Gojira. alert, Gojira's number one. I'll say I have the <laughs> Gojira we, release. For are, you gonna do, are we going to do a tier list? We can either do a tier list or we can rank them. I don't know. We, I still think that even if we did a tier list, that Gojira would have to be on a tier of its own because it's like the only movie in the whole series that like takes itself seriously and fucking is like absolutely fucking like a perfect movie it's a different a beast it's a different beast right like the other movies like maybe godzilla raids again might kind of take itself seriously but in taking itself seriously kind of gets egg on its face because it's not like a very serious subject matter and the tone and like even the visual style of it is already like not up to par right and even in, in the second one so, so like the fucking but then the, from that point on the third movie is kong versus god or godzilla versus king, king kong, kong versus, versus godzilla, godzilla. And um, that movie is like the mark where it started to just not take itself seriously. So from that point on, it's like none of these movies are taking themselves seriously. And they're good, but they're just kind of good in their own different way. And I don't think it's even possible for them to match the fucking masterpiece that's Gojira. It's not masterpiece. It's like an actual fucking masterpiece film to me. Right. But yeah, so you guys have that to look forward to this October. Have you had a chance to go through that Criterion set? Because there was something I was going to bring up to you earlier, but I figured I'd save it since we're recording. Just bring it up right now. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Bring it up when we're recording. Did you know that on that Criterion set, all of them are Japanese with the English subtitles, except for King Kong vs. Godzilla? It's the English version on there and the English version only. What? I found that so fucking bizarre. 
Because I was going through it yesterday because I was like, all right. In that, video, in that documentary video, I just watched the guy literally said, like, he, he, showed, he showed a picture of his criteria. He's wrong. Set, and said, like, for the first time, we really have access to the Japanese version Unless of this Unless my fucking one is fucked because... Let me, let me see. Go, yeah, go to King Kong vs. Godzilla. If you go to the fucking page here, when you look at all these, it says black and white... In Japanese with English subtitles. Okay. You go to the Kong one. It doesn't. That's the only one that's the English one. And I watched it on that disc. And it's in English. And there's no, there's the Japanese version is not on it. That's a sick book though. I haven't seen that in person. Yeah, that's fucking saying, sick. But that's, that's fucking sick. bullshit. What the fuck? I was so astounded. Because I popped it. Because I was like, alright, I'm going to rewatch King Kong vs. Godzilla before the film. I put that disc in and the Japanese version was not on it. It's only the English one. Alright. But yeah. This is Midnight Miles. Those are my thoughts on Godzilla vs. Kong. <laughs> I'm signing off. I will see you guys for WrestleMania. These guys want to go get drunk. I, I, I do. My wife's blowing up my phone. My wife's friends are blowing up my phone. My wife's kind of blowing up my phone, but I don't uh, know what the fuck she wants. I don't have a wife. Um, but anyways. We might meet Miles. Don't cry. Don't cry, Miles. We might, we might meet Miles' new girl in a well, little bit she's here. she's trying. She's also blowing up my phone. So there's a lot of blowing up at the Hellacious phone. Holly just asked me if we were still out on Bridge Street. Cause she, I told well, her, her and I were talking today for a little bit about stuff. So she knew I was coming out. And she's like, yeah, of course you'd come out when I'm sick. And I'm like. Well, I think she might actually come out because she just said, are you guys still out? Or maybe she's just trying to We haven't to even gone here. out for, for clarification, it's 11.45 at night, and we haven't even made it out Well, yet. listen, we're about to go tear it up at Iroquois. Dynamite Jared, I'll catch your ass down the road. This is going to be my return to the Iroquois, my my illustrious return to Ashtabula. So I'm very excited for the rest of the night. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast. It's been too long. Uh, Midnight Miles, I will actually see you next week. Next week. I am excited for WrestleMania, but only half the card. Can we but do, you'll get my thoughts on can it. Can we do this, man? Can we fucking... We'll talk about the schematics tonight, but can we make this fucking three nerds a podcast? Oh, my God. My heart the just two, skipped a beat. The two, the two nerds podcast has been treading water for a long fucking time, and maybe it's time that we fucking inject some life into it, try something new. Three nerds a pie. What do you think, buddy? We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, right. we'll have to figure out the schematics because, I mean, getting Miles. <laughs> no, I am Miles here. Maybe when Miles drops out, maybe we need like a third, like another member. Like Miles is like alternate. His like uh, backup. A, 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 a rotating third <laughs> nerd. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I definitely could do quite a bit of them. I could do them on the phone at least on that and some of those, but I'll, we, this is some probably something we should talk about off air, but I feel like I just won an Oscar. Like, I just got like, I'm like, I'm like here, here we go. Like, you are now included. Like if that I just feel like I can argue with you more. And buddy, Even me and Buddy just agree on most things. We, you and Except I for this movie. I think Buddy fucking is a piece of shit for rating it three stars. I just... I'm very forgiving for either giant robot films, giant monster films, or alien films. And I think, like, when they hit their marks, they hit their marks because... Poggy pissed me off in talking about a franchise where fucking aliens will literally come down to Earth at any fucking moment. Talking about the physics on the goddamn, on the fucking aircraft carrier. 
All right, we've been going on long enough. We got to wrap up this shit. Go get your fucking vaccines because it's after. And go see Godzilla vs. Gong because we want more of these fucking movies. Wait, well, hey, hold on. Before we sign off, can we just talk about this? What I I think we touched on it a little bit earlier. What do you, what do we expect? Because this movie's gonna do well. Yeah, well where can it's they go doing from well. here? What what are they gonna do from here? We like we said earlier, Kong Hollow Earth. That's that's probably going. I to happen. That could be. They could. That's that's a. That would be a good one. I would I would love for them to bring the space element back in. Like maybe Ooh. do some Gigan shit. Ooh, you know? Okay. Bring, how about bring back Space Godzilla for the first time ever? Give him I a different name. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> give him a different name, but No, I, they gotta do it like they gotta do it like oh Mecha Godzilla in this movie. One of the cringiest lines in the whole movie. They're like, that's like some kind of Robo Godzilla. And they're like, no. <laughs> that's some kind Mecha of Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> that's some kind of space Godzilla. <laughs> no, that's some kind of the hell is some kind of alien Godzilla? No, it's Space Godzilla. That's a super American thing to say, too, calling something Space Godzilla. That's his they name, don't. though, in the... Space Godzilla! <laughs> I mean, I get it, but it's still, like... Space Godzilla. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, like, do you think Kong and Godzilla will ever team up again? Yes. I would be cool with them doing some sort of like, like I said. I want to see Godzilla on Hollow Earth. I want to see him go down there. Well, I think it'd be great if Godzilla went, like, they made some sort of story where, like, Godzilla somehow got down there and then, like, some other creature was terrorizing Earth. And, like, they were finding a way to get Godzilla and Kong to get up to be like, fuck, we need our savior. What if there's a creature that's fucking body bagging Hollow Earth? And if he destroys Hollow Earth, it would destroy the Earth. Like, collapse the Earth, or some sort of gravity. Yeah, yeah. So he's fucking up Hollow Earth, and Kong can't handle him by himself. So, because they have human characters down in Hollow Earth at the end of this movie. They did. They're monitoring and researching everything. Right. And so, like, they have the crafts, and the plot could literally just be, like, this monster shows up, Kong can't handle him, and so they're like, we have to go up and get Godzilla. We have to get Godzilla to Hollow Earth Or it could just start, if they want to start it that way, where you just start... And Godzilla's literally like this, like on his way down to Hollow Earth. Like you don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally like free falling like this, and he's just staring at Godzilla. If you want to get real B movie, and he's like this, like in the Matrix, like Neo, like flying through the air, and it just starts like that. And there's like a ship behind him following. They're like, why is Godzilla going to Hollow Earth? And like he predicts the whole thing. So it's like it, he gets down, he gets down to Hollow Earth, and Kong's down there, and he's like. What the fuck are you doing down here? And then all of a sudden, like, something opens, some kind of space-time continuum, this creature comes through, and Godzilla and Kong look at each other like... This is your movie, this is your movie where there's no human characters? Yeah, that's... Like, Kong and Godzilla... literally just their expressions. Kong and Godzilla are just staring at each no, other. No, fuck the expressions. Give them subtitles like they did in the one fucking <laughs> Godzilla movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck, what, is it Godzilla versus Sea Monster? I think it's... Is it Gigan? It might, it might be Guy. It's what one of the later okay, ones. Godzilla, it's Godzilla and Anguirus, and in the English version, they don't even have subtitles. They just have literal shitty English voice. God, Godzilla. Okay, Godzilla's arms are longer in this version of Godzilla. What if Godzilla in there? They're staying. There's this epic scene. I can see it in my head. They're like standing. His arms on the get stretched it's, through the gravitational it's, pull. It's, it's Kong in this, and you see in the background this like fucking like void, and this monster's coming through. 
Godzilla and Kong both look at each other. They walk up and they just seriously lock up this. <laughs> and then they flex. And Godzilla just throws Kong into the void. Godzilla's a flying punch and punches through the creature. And nice they just start fucking it would, fighting. It would be like if, it, if they want to do a throwback to King Kong versus Godzilla, literally just have fucking Kong grab Godzilla by the tail and then do the fucking like around thing. So throw too. Godzilla at him. And Godzilla's growing into the fucking like critical mass mode as he's flying through the air and when he hits the fucking monster just fucking nuclear explosion that's then, the end of the movie by the way but, there's no way you could start the movie like that but then they you find couldn't... out like they, okay so they're back down on hollow earth and then all of a sudden they see the voids opening bigger and multiple versions of these creatures are coming through like dozens so basically then it's just kong and godzilla ripping monsters in half for like 30 who's fucking the main minutes, enemy right? monster though some space fucking uh, an, another dimension fucking monster. I don't know. I mean, like an, either a new one or like I don't know. Like space Godzilla could just be like Hollow Earth Godzilla. Something like I would love for them to bring back like Destroyer or some shit. He's too obscure. I think you uh, bring. You know, I'm a slut for Biolante. I brought it up like eight. Yeah, but all, like both of those guys, like the '90s exclusive, like monsters are like kind of obscure to me. Like, like Space Godzilla is like only one fucking movie for him. You know what I mean? Like, um, so they've already done Rodan. Like, Gigan is like Gigan's prime suspect. Bring him back. Bring back the fucking smog the monster, problem, bro. The problem with <laughs> the problem with Gigan. Is that, like, I don't think his design lends very well to this universe. No. He's right. got, like, literal, like, fucking... Or is that Mecha guy again that has, like, the buzzsaw on his... No, they both do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know he has spikes on his stomach, but I didn't realize... I don't remember if yeah, he like, actually got... buzzsaws before he's Mecha guy again yeah. or not. Isn't it weird that Mecha guy again is, like, the fucking final boss of fucking Final Wars? It's pretty weird. It's almost like they... They didn't run out of ideas, but they're kind of just, like, throwing things against a wall. Like, what sticks? They're like, we could do this. Yeah. But it doesn't come out bad. No, he's... It's cool, but, I mean, um... Yeah, so, I mean... There's some good ideas. I'd like to see another fucking, uh... You know, maybe get a standalone, another standalone Godzilla and another standalone Kong film. And then you do another... Don't forget... We have that Mothra egg still, supposedly. Right. I'm a big Mothra fan. I'm a I big, fucking uh, hate Mothra because she always beat Godzilla's the, ass in the, the old Mothra, movie. The Mothra trilogy, those trilogy films, when I was a kid, I used to watch those a lot for some reason. I don't know why. But you guys, you guys never saw those. I never saw, I've never yeah. seen the Mothra standalone. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'd love to see like another, like a Destroy All Monsters scenario or, you know, there's tons of shit that they could do. The future's looking bright if they decide to make more. Um, but we gotta wrap this shit up. We'll talk about more of this. A shit. tournament of power. A tournament for, of power. A tournament of power for Godzilla films. Yeah. They need to introduce more monsters, is, is what really I'm is. fine with it. The more monsters, the better. Even if there are new ones, like, just bring all the fucking monsters. As I'm long as long about Mothra gets a standalone movie when this Mothra egg hatches? And then, like. What they, if Mothra and Kong teamed up? The, like the that problem is, do you think a Mothra standalone would do well in U.S. boxing? No. No. It's, no. Even that Mothra trilogy, the one that came out back in the day, is so fucking Japanese. The fact that they even showed it in America, like on TV. I remember even being as a kid, I was like, this is so niche. Like, it's like so, like. A lot of people really like Mothra, though, but that's people that are fans within the fucking, like, kaiju. I genre. like Mothra. I, it doesn't have mainstream appeal. It has Godzilla fandom appeal. Yeah. Like, it's not like King Kong or Godzilla where it's really going right. to bring people in, you know? 
Yeah. All right. Midnight Miles is signing off. Cut your ass down the road, Dynamite Jared. This is Buddy the Bruiser. We will see you next week. Goodbye.